My guest today is Griffin McElroy here to talk about his review of Fantasia Music Evolved. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. You say welcome. You, you say Fantasia pretty. Thank you. I've always tried to say Fantasia uh, in a very pretty fashion. Well, you did a great job. Mm. Um, it's like a it's like a butterfly flies out of your mouth every time you say it. Uh, you are a music game aficionado. I think that that is. I like to say aficionado pretty too, like in a pretty. Yeah, way. you're just like adding w- weird s sounds into words yeah. where they don't really belong. Okay. Uh, you're a music game uh, fan, so let me ask my fr- and of course a fan of the harmonics. Uh, canon. So uh, this this is my first question, which I don't know why I decided to fr- phrase that like purred from uh, Parks and Recreation, but <laughs> I'm asking my first question, and these and are the this words is it. it. This is it. Rock Band and Dance Central are easy to understand from like a metaphorical perspective, right? Rock Band, you're pretending to be in a rock band. Dance Central, you are dancing. I mean, I can say you're sure. pretending to dance, but you're like literally, I mean, you're dancing. I'm, right. I think, I, I mean, I, Dance Central is certainly easy to understand on its own. Rock Band, I would argue, is only easy to understand because of the games that came before it. I don't think mechanic. I mean, like, I'm not saying that mechanically it's easy to understand. I'm saying that, like, the metaphor is easy to understand. Like, you're pretending to play a guitar or a drum yeah, or whatever sure. it is. It ain't hard. So, like, how do you? What's the metaphor for Fantasia? Like, how do you? How do you set that up for for the uninitiated? Uh, I, I would say the uh, I would say the closest sort of simulator there is com- conducting. Um, although if you did what what Fantasia asks you to do in front of like an awaiting orchestra, you you would be run out of town on a rail. Um, you might make a I don't minor think, splash I, as a novelty. I don't think conductors punch as much as Fantasia makes you punch. That's why nobody the, goes to the symphony. Right. Oh, man, that would be a great, yeah, that'd be a great spin on it, wouldn't it? Um, no, it, it is, I mean, it's a difficult, it's a difficult beast to describe because, um, I mean, on, on surface level, it's a connect-based gesture mechanism, right? And And the main things that you do are swipe in any given direction or swoop your arms in like a like a quarter circle uh or punch or swipe and hold meaning you swipe and hold your hand out there um or punch and drag um it's it's i mean the the gestures themselves are relatively simple but you're right in saying like that's a more difficult idea to express than you you play the drums but the drums are made of plastic right um so conducting Conducting is is, but at the same time, that's not really what you're you're doing. Uh, what's what's tricky about Fantasia is that it's different from other rhythm games in that other rhythm games, I think it's safe to say, ask you to um, ask you to recreate a certain thing, right? So in Dance Central, they're saying we're dancing and we want you to dance along with us, and based on how accurately you follow our dance steps you're going to get points and you're going to get stars and everything's going to be great. You're going to unlock a new uh, costume for Tay and she's going to look amazing after you get this costume. Um, in Rock Band, it's here's a sweet guitar riff and you're going to press buttons and strum along with that. Or here's a drum fill that we want you to write. So, so other, other rhythm games set up that structure of here's a song, play it to get points, um, but you have to do it how we tell you to do it. Fantasia is not so 
concerned about that, I don't think. There is, like, a point system, and there's a very, like, rudimentary combo system in the game. Um, but really, mostly, it's about, like, customizing the songs you play as you play them more than it is, you know, following along a a set guide. I I found... Um, now, Rock Band was pretty easy to get new people on board with from my experience. Um it is mechanically not that difficult. It may be hard to master like the hand-eye control of actually doing it, but telling somebody hold this button in and strum or with drums, you know, hit the circle when it's time to hit the circle. Um, it, you and I played Fantasia uh, at E3, and it was my first time playing it, and it took a while without any sort of tutorial. It took a while to to learn what the hell was going on. Do you think that the value of Fantasia as a party game is diminished because it 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 is not as immediately apparent what you should be doing at any given time? You know, I I I have that thought too, but really, the more I think about it, the more that seems like revisionist history. It, because when I think about like the first time I played Guitar Hero, it, it took me a super long time to like the the concept of press the button down and strum is that's that's fine it sounds super simple on on paper but then when you get to ideas like hammer-ons or even adding like moving on from easy mode and adding in that fourth button in there that's a there were that game had multiple difficulty curves that you could choose whether or not you wanted to scale over them a lot of the time when i play rock bands with my friends they you know a lot of people just play easy a lot of people just play medium because they don't want to add that extra button in there because I think the concepts are a little bit more challenging than we remember them being. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know that Fantasia is necessarily more complex. And if I remember that that demo that we played by the end of the song, we both got it. Yeah. It's 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 swiping when the arrow tells you to swipe and punching when the circle tells you to punch. And um, I, I I actually had a, a few friends over and I think the visual language of the game is maybe a little bit difficult because in in Rock Band the commands that you're doing are coming at you on like a straight track. Uh, in Fantasia your commands will pop up all over the screen and that's almost part of the game is like knowing when to time out your swipes like knowing when you are actually supposed to swipe because maybe one indicator's in like the top left of the screen and one's in the center and one's at the bottom right. Um so like keep, keeping track of that is actually kind of difficult, and I'm not sure that it like adds a lot to the experience, especially when you're playing in multiplayer. The idea in multiplayer is like one player's blue, one player's orange, so you do the orange commands, the other person does the blue commands. Um, I think it might have just been better to have it separated by the different sides of the screen. But that that to me is like the only thing that's more challenging. As as a party game, I actually think it's kind of a kind of a blast. Um, because making music is fun and you get a lot more agency over the sun than you might assume you would uh, and doing it with another player is, is 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 a treat um even when you like completely and totally mess up like a drum fill and it just like keeps repeatedly like rearing its ugly head like boots sticky king boots you keep remember me you made me i'm your monster <laughs> you just want to listen to in your eyes but i won't let you boots sticky king king <laughs> why did you make me daddy why do you hate why did you why did you make me make this terrible drum fill uh you you the, the the wheels start to fall off for you in your review when you start talking about how the campaign content is gated behind multiple playthroughs so if you want the, to uh, unlock all the remixes of a certain song you right. have to play it multiple times so the the wheels fall off immediately right for 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 the the what what i would consider the the campaign of the game they so don't really like, call but, it but here's they don't, why yeah. is that a why is it a bad thing to have to play 
a song a few times. I mean, if there's only a, you know, there's a limited number of songs on the disc itself, why right. wouldn't you be playing them multiple times? Something like 30 odd songs, I want to say. Okay. Um, each, each one has three different versions in each song. Here is the problem, and, and it's, it, again, kind of another difficult idea to express, but where Fantasia shits the bed is... The the uh, when when I say that only one version of a song is unlocked when you first play it, usually the first time you play a song, you will at some point once you reach its score target, unlock the second remix of the song. Then you finish the song, and you can choose to go back in or come back to it at a later time and play it a, another time and unlock the third remix of the song. Right. The that that is the that is right. Sorry, the the third version of the song, right. the second remix, I guess. Um, can you the, play the the first remix to unlock the second remix? No, no, no. You don't understand. When you when you were playing the the when you're playing the song the second time, then you have access to the first and second versions of the song, right? right? Then the the next time you play it, after you've unlocked the third part, you will have access to all of them. It's all running simultaneously. You don't choose at the beginning of the song like I only want to play this remix. You are pulling in elements from each remix to build a different composite song so for instance uh peter gabriel's in your eyes is probably my favorite track in the game because you get the standard studio recording and then there's this like weird sort of accordion and banjo folk version and then there's this like elvis costello like full throttle rockabilly version so you can take like the the original pure peter gabriel vocals and you can mix them in with like the the drums from the rock version and like a rock organ from the rock version and then you can pull in like the banjo from the folk version and create this this entirely new thing does that make sense you're you're not just like saying i want to play the folk version this time right okay um so the first time you play the song all you get is the peter gabriel version and then once you've scored enough points you gain access to the instruments from the hard rock version okay okay then you finish the song you can come back to it and play those two remixes, and if you reach the certain score target, you get the third remix, and then you have all the parts of the song. Okay, so why is that so bad? Why wouldn't you want to play it more than once? It's bad because Fantasia, that, that experience I described of, of building a song um, and customizing it and taking ownership over the music, like I said before, like that's the focus of the game. It's not this score-chasing, um, you know, mechanically super-satisfying experience it is this music creation tool that is super super cool but in order for that idea to work it needs all of that stuff working in tandem there's there's another element called composition spells and those instead of like giving you access to these um uh you know pre-made uh remixes uh, or original version of the song instead of having that uh, there are these different like sort of gesture-based tools that you can use to like create a drum loop, or you can use to create like a like four measures of of you know synthesizer melody, or you can use to add like effects to a certain part of the song. So it really gives you like a lot of agency over the song, and then uh, th- those different loops will keep popping up at certain points. Mm-hmm. Um, those are locked. Like when you start the game, you just don't have those until you play through the campaign and you get access to them and you throughout the story like find and and unlock those different spells, which means like when you start playing the game, the first time you play a song, it's only going to have one remix unlocked or it's only going to have one version unlocked. It's not going to have if it if it has those spell moments in the song, they're just not going to be there when okay. you play it. So like it, it it's it is inarguably they they haven't locked content behind these progression walls, they have locked game mechanics behind these walls. I think the closest 
um, comparison I could I could make is like if instead of like unlocking songs in the old Guitar Hero games, you had to like play a song before you could use the orange button, or you had to play a song before you could use the whammy bar, or you had to play a song once before you could use star power, um, or in Rock Band you had to play a song before you could do the big rock ending, like like. That, that's all stuff that adds to the experience of the game. It makes it a better game. For Fantasia, I would say it characterizes the game. It, it is what the game is. It's built into its DNA. It's the only idea that like sets it apart from other rhythm games. And I think it sets it apart in a major way. I'm not saying that in a negative way. I am saying when you take that away, it's just kind of a bad, it's kind of a boring rhythm game. Um, um, and that stuff like... That stuff sort of establishes it establishes its tone from the tutorial, which is like no kidding, one of the worst tutorials I've ever seen in a rhythm game because it gives you like a very like breezy one song introduction to like how swiping and punching and tracing and track switching and all these ideas work together, and then it starts off the actual story of the game and it sends you through a series of like six or seven levels where it's like okay now swipe fifty times. Okay, now punch 40 times. And but the whole time you have to like play through an entire song. It takes like a half hour. There's like load screens between each like there's a load screen before the song and then a load screen after the song and then a load screen after the cutscene and then a load screen after another cutscene and then you're back into another tutorial. It's like it's 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 brutal. It's really really rough. You you do say in the review though there's an option to activate uh, a party mode which unlocks everything and it's all there. Um so why i understand why you couldn't you were reviewing the game but what would you lose by saying like okay i'm just going to do that i'm not going to fool with this campaign stuff uh i mean i mean there is a story in the game and and what's a shame is like there's actually some kind of cool stuff that happens in the in the campaign um it, there's a story of how like you're a wizard's apprentice and yin sid's there and there's another apprentice who's a real scoundrel just a real rascal um i mean the story isn't uh so incredible but there are these different realms that the songs are scattered across and you have to go to each realm to play the songs to find these like different magic fragments that you need to move forward to finish the the campaign uh and each realm has like a lot of character um you you control this uh you control this like sphere that you move around the environment with your hand and you can uh, move it all over things in the realm to like create ambient music uh, in the area, sometimes when you finish a song, it'll unlock like a little mini game that you can do to like inject uh, a, a few bars of the song you just played into the background music of the realm that you're in. So much so that by the time you've you know collected all the fragments in the realm, there's this constant like song playing in the background that you helped create, um, and and all that stuff like is it's very atmospheric. It looks really cool. It sounds really cool. Like that exploration stuff is pretty neat. Um, and if you just picked songs out of the the song library after turning on party mode you wouldn't you wouldn't get that stuff um but the, but like my i i was, was talking to another person on staff and they were saying why knock it for this like repetitive arduous campaign if you can just unlock all that stuff to begin with and i what, what's frustrating is if if the campaign had just instead of having to unlock each remix for every song that you play they had just like given it to you and you had to play the song you know once to, to have it fully deliver its its payload, right? Like, that would have been a pretty great campaign. Like, it would have been a pretty cool thing. Like, you, you would play through the songs as they were meant to be played with every feature and every, like, idea already available to you. 
um, you know, mess around, maybe make a play a, a steel drum on a steel on a, a sea turtle's back or something. Um, that's very fun. Having fun with that, um, and and then you know, save save the world from bad music. That would have been so great, but it, instead, it's just like the most padded out rhythm game campaign I have I have I've ever played. Does it need more songs? Do you feel like Do you feel like it has enough there on the disc? Do you think it's hurting for for the addition of more tunes? And and do you know if there will be? Uh, there, I mean, there's there's room for expansion. Um, I think with with downloadable content. Um, I don't actually. I think it's actually kind of unfair to say that. I mean, it's definitely not on the higher end of of uh, of rhythm games. Um, there's there's something like 33 songs in the game, which mm-hmm. isn't too bad, and and each one has three versions of that song. So like when you when you play a song more than once, it's gonna be it's gonna be different each time. Um, and there is room for for DLC to come. I, I think it may have been cool to have more than three versions of each song, um, and and you could like switch out which remixes are going to be on each track. But like, I actually think the soundtrack is pretty fantastic. And even the songs that I don't like, like there's a lot of uh, there are a few classical tracks on there that are a, a bit uh, slow. Uh, we'll usually have like, oh, but this one's got like a chiptunes remix in it, or this one has like a disco remix to it. That's super crazy. Um, I, I, I actually think the soundtrack is pretty great. I didn't, I didn't really have a problem with that. Um, <clears throat> so what's your, you mentioned in your eyes, what is that your go-to track? Somebody seeing it for the first time. Is that, is that what you're going to load up? Um, I think maybe that there's a, uh, I think, uh, maybe symphony number no. nine from the new world. Has a uh, has an eight bit version that's pretty radical. Uh, Yoshimi versus the uh, or Yoshimi battles the pink robots is pretty great. Ziggy Stardust is pretty great. Like it's a, there's some jams, man. There's a, there's some tunes. Like that's the thing, and it's what's so goddamn frustrating about it is harmonics. I feel like has this great feel for how to do music in a game. Like you get so many moments in this game of synthesis. Um, that really, I think the best example would probably be like the big rock ending from from Rock Band when you nail that last note with everybody in your group and you get the big rock bonus and you're like, fuck yeah, we just played four play long time for real, for real, for real. Right. That's a great moment and it's something that only rhythm games are poised to deliver. Um, and I and, and I think Fantasia does that a lot. Um, it's just like it's it's so frustrating that they found this cool new way to do rhythm games. They have this love of music built into the game. But then, like, it was like, well, that's got to have, like, a campaign with lots of unlocks, and it's got to be a certain number of hours long, and it has to, like, once once they put, like, such an emphasis on, on uh, game design on it, like, it kind of kind of crumpled a little bit, and it's a huge bummer. Um, it's weird, because, because I think so much of the game is its campaign, uh, but I am so happy to be on the other side of it where I don't, you know, need to play it anymore and then, you know, can occasionally bust it out at, at a party. Griffin, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you to you at home for listening to Quality Control. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, if you get a second to give us a review or rating on iTunes, that would be uh, super nice of you to do. Or if you don't use iTunes, uh, maybe maybe uh, just recommend it to a, to a friend. Say, hey, check this Totally check this show out. Um, 
I posted a video too. If you want to see this this game in action, this video should be up of me playing through all of In Your Eyes. And you see my little Kinect silhouette down there. He's wearing gym shorts. I love it. I love it. Gets, it. it gets real sweaty in this office. You have no idea. We'll be back with you uh, the next time we have a game to talk about. Until then, for Griffin McElroy, I'm Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Thank you.